want it to get too heavy and feel really overloaded. Yeah, so good. Vince Mantini is an all-timer. Vince Mantini is good. I feel like all the good characters are attributed to my brother, though. I guess I had one that I forgot about. Clint, the in-van gynecologist. Oh. I don't... Uh, I kind of remember this one. Or, yeah, I guess... I don't... This was brought to my attention. I completely forgot about it. Or I forgot that it was me that did it, where it was like I'd call like our guy friends and be like, this is Clint. Uh, I got a 5 o'clock gynecology appointment for you. I'm in the van out front. <laughs> It's pretty good. Um, I did, I remembered that when it was brought up, but then I couldn't remember that it was me that came up with it. Mm-hmm. I guess. I don't know. Maybe Brian's listening and he'll interject that it was actually him. Yeah. I don't know when this is going to go up. I need to figure out some stuff before we... Brock Ballstein. Yeah, Brock Ballstein's my favorite. <laughs> I remember that one time we were... I tried to prank call... No. Brian used my phone to prank call someone as Brock Ballstein, but yeah. he broke, like, almost immediately. Mm-hmm. And he couldn't finish saying Brock Ballstein's name without laughing. Yeah. And then the guy started angrily texting me, like, who the fuck is this? Who was it? Um, You can censor their name. It was, what was his name? Was it Roger? Yeah, it might have been. Yeah. And then he, uh, I was like, OMG, this is his brother. This is Brian's brother. This is Brock Ballstein's brother. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, don't let him do that to your, with your phone. <laughs> and I was like, fair enough. I, I won't. Thanks for the advice. What? Why does he care? I don't know. It's a funny goof. It was a funny goof. This is Brock Ballstein, the BDA, Big Dick Association. <laughs> We've caught word that you're smuggling some illegal penis pumps in <laughs> over the Canadian border. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the illegal penis pumps. Right. Yeah. What? What's, what's illegal about them? <laughs> they work too good. <laughs> They're too effective. They're giving other people big dicks. Yeah. They're making uh, penises distractingly large. They're decreasing the value of big of big dicks. Yeah. They're gonna disrupt the Viagra market. So this is movie facts now. Yeah. We're no longer whatever that podcast was called. We've moved on. We did 100 episodes of that. We're movie facts now. Movie facts. Yeah, movie facts. We're talking about all their favorites. You know, this podcast is going to be kind of like the um, the IMDb trivia section, but in podcast form. Yeah, that sounds great. So, uh, but we're do we do our own research, uh, and we we're covering movie news. We're also continuing to do rock news because it's important yeah. to, to us. We're also going to workshop some movie ideas here today. Workshop one for ideas. Right we're gonna do re- reviews. Um, David, go ahead. So I got a real good movie idea for you folks now. Yes. Uh, as you may have heard, the DCU is getting a reboot, much like the New 52, if you remember that, in 2013. Who could forget? Restarted the entire DC line of comics. Well, that means there's an opening for a director of a new Aquatic Man movie. Uh, being uh, the biggest Aquaman fan on the planet. Yeah. 
uh, I have a terrific idea to relaunch Aquaman. So, we gotta keep Jason Momoa. For one. And my for idea sure. for Aquaman actually takes place all on land. Wait, so is Amber Heard still in it? No. Alright. Lisa Ann will be taking the role of Amber Heard. Okay, cool. Uh, <clears throat> anyway, it takes place in New England, and like I said, all on land. Mm-hmm. All takes place on docks by the bay and shanty bars and on boats, which I guess isn't on land technically, but still very dry mm-hmm. on a boat compared to being in the water. And uh, so, yeah, Aquaman is just the most popular man in his New England town. Everyone loves him. He uh, drinks beer at the bar a lot. Mm-hmm. Very drunk, very lovable, well, lovable drunk. Yeah. And uh, he gets into many fights with rival sailors and fishermen folk. And uh, he always brags that, you know, he is the rightful king of Atlantis, which everyone thinks it's a weird thing that he says. It's weird that he says that. I don't like, sometimes I don't like that he says that, but. Well, why? Why? Why what? Why don't you like that he's the king of Atlantis? Well, I'm not saying I don't like that he's the king of Atlantis. I'm saying it, the, his uh, side characters, Skippy and Boop Boop, yeah. his buddies that are both uh, 45-year-old men that go by Skippy and Boop Boop, don't like that he co- says that because it's weird. But otherwise, he's a very normal, cool, charismatic guy. Right. Um. Anyway... Most of the movie is going to center around land-based fights with uh, a a rival gang of sailors known as the Slippery Fellas. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, once they're dealt with, the end of the movie, he's going to prove that he is the King of Atlantis by going underwater and breathing for 30 seconds. Now, at the end of this movie, spoiler alert, Aquaman does die of drowning. Wow. And... A post-credit sequence, Bruce Wayne shows up in a Toyota Camry and says, "What's up? I'm Bruce Wayne. I'm here to meet the Aquatic Man. I'm putting together a team." So they drag his uh, waterlogged body out of the ocean and say, "Here he is." And they weekend at Bur- sets up the sequel for Weekend at Bernie's Aquaman Two. That's cool. And it also seems like a lot of work for the Justice League, like extra work. I mean, he's already like the least effective member and to um I guess for for honor reasons for vanity reasons keeping up appearances they keep Aquaman his limp there is no justice the Aquaman movie is the only new DC movie oh okay (laughs) that's good that's bold thinking think that's what Hollywood needs think Robert Altman's 1980 flop Popeye. Okay. I'm thinking about it. Do we get Harry Nilsson back to write the music? No. There's no we music. Get Dead Mouse. Yeah. <laughs> nice. That's cool. I have connections, actually. I think I could, um... Dead Mouse him, and uh, LMFAO. On board. Wicked Wow. So yeah, that's my pitch for the new Aquaman movie. That's what's it called? Aquaman, Life Under the Sea? Question mark. <laughs> the question will be answered in yeah. the end. That's cool. 
having a hard time seeing how it's going to fill like two and a half hours because all these movies have to be at least two it's hours. more of a slice of life movie. Okay. Maybe it's like a 75-minute weird like micro-budget. Well, help me figure it out. What should Aquaman's sailor gang be called? The Salty Dogs? Mm-hmm. The Slippery Peets? The Wet Willies? I'm not fo- what do I'm not following like what's the theme? There I don't know. I'm just they're like pirates or something. They're not pirates, they're just sailors that hang out. Okay. Can they breathe underwater? No, no no one can breathe underwater in this movie. The point of the movie is you can't breathe underwater. <laughs> it's, it's, it's kind of like a, the movie. It's like a DC movie telling people to grow the fuck up more or less. No, it's just a warning. Okay, it's, it's more like of a, an instructional video. A PSA. It's a PSA, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think sort uh, of a apology after all these years of superhero movies killing kids by telling them you can fly. Yeah. You can build a giant robot suit and fight a Taliban. Mm-hmm. If imprisoned by the Taliban, or whoever the fuck that group was supposed to be at the beginning of Iron Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, who was that? Mm. Um. All right. Well, cool. If any 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 listeners have like movies that they want um us to kind of like game out, if they have a cool idea. Like, what if uh, Pinocchio got high? And um, what if like. What if Pinocchio's nose grew while he was having an erection and he just had two wooden sticks sticking out of him? Mm Mm-hmm. He kind of looked like a plug that goes there. He looks like he'd belong in a wall socket, Mm -hmm. I imagine, is kind of how that would look. Or like... He'd look like a shocker. Like a piece of uh, Ikea, like a wooden peg that goes into an Ikea shelf. He'd be ready to peg for sure. You could say that again. Yeah. What if he had a peg leg? What if he was a pirate? What if um what if the cast of Goodfellas went to Pleasure Island? Nice. I don't these are just the crazy ideas you're you're gonna ha- come to expect from movie facts. What if Geppetto changed his name because of the second half of his name? <laughs> Good. That's Geppetto a good idea. Geppetto and his middle name's Phil. That's not much better. <laughs> um, have you been keeping up with this Jeremy Renner business? Uh, I just know he got uh owned by a snowplow. He did. I keep seeing worse and worse photos of him in the ICU. Anything of him in like a vertical bed, like Stephen Crowder? Mm, no. Um. It's mostly a lot of talk about how he's going to lose his legs or something. I just keep seeing like headlines with the quote, like, if he even manages to keep his leg. Jeremy Renner, half a person. Is like a, That'd be a really a tacky. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever seen someone who has no legs? Or like no second half of their body? Um. Yeah. One time I did too. And I was driving. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were kind of coming close. I was trying to figure out where they were going. It looked like they were going to cross the street. Yeah. So I felt bad because it looked like I was staring at them. Oh, yeah. But at the same time, not something you see every day. 
Yeah, I remember at the grocery store when I was really little. There was a dude with no legs. I was just trying to get a windmill cookie. It's a windmill cookie. Uh, it's a cookie. It's like the looks like a windmill. You haven't seen those? Or like Vortman's is the brand. I don't know. It was like a farmer's market by where I used to live, and they had like um, you know, a cookie display where you you pick out your cookies and you fucking. That sounds like a very dry cookie. Eat one of those bad boys. Uh, well, it's a little bit, I guess. It's kind of in the same realm as. It was like those wafer cookies with like the cream in them. They're shaped like a, um, like a bar of gold. Like a bar shaped like a Xanax bar. Yeah. Anyway. That's not a movie fact. Uh yeah, well you know we're gonna get a little freaky sometimes. We're gonna get a little off topic. It's another thing you can expect from movie facts. That's basically the same show, but we changed the name. A lot of that sound. Yeah. I'll uh, do like a soundboard for that. Have that drop going. Mm-hmm. What else is going on in the world of movies? Uh, Yeah, we're kind of failing at our jobs here. Talk a big game about movie facts, but... Besides, like, Jeremy Renner, I don't know what's going on. I'm really caught up in that right now. So. Avatar huge. Avatar 2 is sweeping <laughs> the nation. Everyone's doing the Avatar shuffle. But I I uh, hear it's very good. It really is the Super Bowl of movies. Yeah, I haven't seen it, actually. Don't tell anyone I said that. Um, I saw it. It was all right. Kind of good, even. We could go into top movies of the year. I don't. We might have talked about that in another episode, but I revised my list. Yeah. I'm gonna grab go my ahead. grab my. All right, right. This is starting at number five. Clerks three. Who was on crack? Number four, the Batman. Good movie. Number three, Hocus Pocus 2. Number two, Halloween Ends. Number one, Dan's favorite movie of the year, White Lotus Season 2. Let's uh, talk about this for a second. Clerks 3 is the only good movie Kevin Smith's ever made from what I hear. I don't understand why you put the Batman in there. I wouldn't know. I haven't seen Clerks 3. I thought you had. It made my list, but Quit I don't... goofing. Why would I make this shit up? Fuck, this show's already crumbling. Dan, you already talked six months ago about seeing Clerks 3. You did a whole review of it. That was a different show. That was a different Dan. This is Dan who just loves every movie. This is Dan who loves movies thoughtlessly, uncritically. I went and saw Kevin Smith present the movie. and um, Then he walked out. I walked out or he walked out? You walked out. 
Because I went up and asked him a question. Um, I was like, listen, Kevin Smith, if God exists, then I, could, you, I will wh- drop this piece of chalk and it will break. Kevin Smith, if there's a God, why are you still allowed to make movies? So I dropped the chalk and it caught on my pant leg, rolled down it, and safely rolled across the floor. Unbroken. So I had a bit of a religious experience seeing Clerks 3, so that's why it made the list. Okay. You said you don't know why Batman's on there? Yeah. It's because it rocks. The woke man, more like. Batman's gone woke. It rocks, and so did Hocus Pocus 2, because I love the 90s. Yeah, that's kind of quirky. That's a kind of unique thing about you, is you love the 90s. Probably what Clerks 3 was on there, too. People do. Oh, shoot. I wanted to make room for, um... I was trying to fit men in there, but... <laughs> this is Dan's movie roundup. <laughs> um, and White Lotus season two was number one because it was better than any movie that came out last year. Listen, I'm tired of hearing about White Lotus. I haven't watched it. Okay. And uh, it might be the greatest fucking movie of all time. Okay. I'm sorry, I'll stop, being, my I'll stop being coy for a minute. David, your turn. Okay, yeah, here are my top five favorite movies. Number five, Ambulance, the new Michael Bay picture. Nice. Number four, Jackass Forever. That was a good one. Number three, no clerks Russia's though. Bombing of Ukraine. All right. It's a very heartbreaking movie. Number two would be... Probably, I'm I'm coming up with this on the fly here. Um, the death of Queen Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. And number one for sure is the 2022 to 2023 Detroit Lions uh, football season. Those are my top five movies. Nice. You got a couple, maybe there weren't movies in there. But I'll I, let it I sl- hope they were just movies. I kind of broke the I broke the mold. Wait, are by you telling me Queen Elizabeth's death wasn't a movie? That was real. I don't know about that one. Oh my god! But I think that yeah, I don't know. I'm sorry. Oh, we could talk about Prince Charles's new book, The Spare. Wait, no, it's Prince Spare Tire. Is it Hank? Like? I don't know. He's fat. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, we like mo- we like the movies. I watched Spy last night. Mm-hmm. It was kind of funny. It was the unrated version, though, so it's like... So there's a lot of Melissa McCarthy uh, sex scenes in it? A lot of improv. Yeah. Well, it was her. I think she does fuck Jason Statham in that movie. But it's off screen. She off-screen. wrote that in there. She... <laughs> Um, Jason Statham's pretty funny in that movie. Who's Melissa McCarthy? Isn't she married to like a like, super hot guy? Maybe. 
she's married to John Ham. That'd be cool. Man, I like John Ham. I wish he was in more movies. Did you see that Fletch movie that he was in? The mm. Fletch like reboot or whatever the fuck. I didn't realize he was in that. Yeah, confess Fletch. He plays Fletch. See, I thought Chevy Chase was in that. He was in um, the one from like a couple of years ago, but this is the new one. Oh, no. No, she's not. Who is she married to? You got eyes on him? Yeah, I got. Yeah, I'm laying hands on him. Ben Falcone. Okay. I mean, he's not ugly. No, but he's not. I thought, for some reason, I thought she was married to, like, Bradley Cooper or something. Oh. That'd be cool. Um, Did you know Jenny McCarthy is her cousin? No, really? Mm Mm-hmm. I'm really into, like, um, Bradley Cooper having a downfall. (laughs) Is he having a downfall? No, but I want it to happen. I'm kind of tired of him. Why? I just feel like he peaked back in like 2001. He uh, his performance in Hot American Summer, I think, is his peak, and then after that, it's just kind of he's just been fucking around for 20 years. You, yeah, him getting fucked in the ass by Michael Ian Black really was the uh, pinnacle. <laughs> I do like that uh, Michael Ian Black tops Bradley Cooper in that movie. I think that's pretty fun. Dude, I want a cut of... Oh, jeez. Um, Cooper at the Glastonbury Festival 2017. He has a, a strap to some sort of stringed instrument. I hate that. I here's hate when an actors I- try to be... What? When actors try to be musicians. Well, I think storytelling is, an ev- is evolving. The idea of what that even means. We tell a story in a different way than we did maybe in the world only I, mean, I think people probably said that about this the idea of uh, talkies as opposed to a silent film is it going to be ruined you know but i think this the dawn of virtual reality or augmented reality in a experience of, of a story of cinema i think is wonderfully exciting thank you bradley well i think storytelling is- <laughs> uh, shut up i have an i had an idea for um here's like a remake of america or no like a theatrical re-release of american sniper yeah so the scene where he's about to go shooting with that guy who kills him, um, he's like, all right, I'm going shooting with this guy. Cut to that scene from My High American Summer where they go into the shed and have sex. <laughs> That'd be... I think people would like that. Yeah, I'd like to see like too. a Borat style, like, um, like at the end of uh, Bruno. All these people are... All the, like... Uh, People are freaking the fuck out at, like, the wrestling event. I want to see, like, uh, maybe movie theater footage of something like that. You are know you what? sure it's Bruno and not Borat? With the wrestling? Yeah, it's Bruno. Okay, I was thinking of the scene where him and Asimov fight. Yeah, no, not that. Um, You seen Bruno? Pretty funny. But yeah, so uh, what else? Uh, got some rock news. Jeff Beck died. Suddenly. Died suddenly. Sudden death. So did Lisa Marie Presley. Not technically really either movie or rock news, but sort of rock, sort of both. I bet none of them made it on the Rolling Stones 
Uh, Top singers. Yeah, I bet Jeff Beck wasn't even close. Yeah. Sons of bitches. Stevie Ray Vaughn either. Mm hmm. Or I bet Peter Frampton with his amazing talk box skills. Yeah, yeah, that's right. He has probably has the most when he's wor- when he's cooked up to that talk box. He probably has the most beautiful voice in all of music. <laughs> wah, 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 wah. I feel like he's someone who's like never actually going to die, and people will keep forgetting he's still alive. Like, wait, what? Peter Frampton? He's like 150. Yeah. Isn't he in a movie? I don't care. He did some acting. What was he in? I don't remember. All dogs go to Oh, bed. you know what? No, he's in um the Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band movie with the Bee Gees. Gross. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, Jeff Beck died. What's up with that? I've never listened to any of his music ever in my life. Yeah, me neither. I'd rather go out like Aquaman than listen to... Mm-hmm. No, I don't want to talk ill about someone who just passed away. Yeah, let's remember the good times with Jeff Beck. Yeah. I'm um, not listening to his music. Every time I've gone into a record store and flipped through used records, there's at least five Jeff Beck records. So One time I started a Jeff Beck record. Yeah. One time my dad started playing a Jeff Beck record, and it was called, like, Live or, like, Metal or, like, Machine or something like that. Yeah. Live Wire or Wired or Electrifying. Anyway, it was kind of good, actually. That's all I got to say about Jeff Beck. In in remembrance. Let's take a look at this man's discography. Mm -hmm. Truth. 1968. Blues rock, hard rock, heavy metal. Yeah. Beckola. Blues rock, hard rock, heavy metal. Rough and ready. That's his jazz fusion record. Okay, nice. Jeff Beck group. That's blues rock. Blow by blow. Jazz fusion instrumental rock. Wired. That's the one. Jazz fusion funk instrumental rock. Uh, yeah, that one was kind of sick, actually, I think. There and Beck. No, just kidding. It's there and Beck. <laughs> This is where he started getting corny with his titles. Jazz fusion instrumental rock. He started getting silly. Flash. Pop rock, dance rock, funk rock, dance pop, funk metal, electronic. Alright. Jeff Beck's Guitar Shop. That one is instrumental rock, blues rock. He's not like Buckethead where he has 500 albums, is he? Who else? Instrumental rock, electronic, uh, Techno. This came out in '99. You know, I was thinking about. So it turns out you I had it coming. Instrumental rock electronica. Do we have any other stories for rock news? I didn't. Did you see anything cool that happened besides Jeff Beck? Di- not that wasn't cool, but Jeff. Yeah, I'm sorry. I keep making fun of the genre selection on his records. Yeah. Um. Hmm. I'm sure there's some shit got dredged up with Metallica. Yeah, did you know that uh, Dave Mustaine and Metallica had beef for years because they kicked him out of the band because he was a drunk? And then, like, Metallica became 
super successful. And, when when uh, are we getting that movie? Uh, yeah. When are we? Metallica's already had a couple movies. What was the other one? Maybe not. What was it called? Some kind of monster? Yeah. Um. So, like, I made a mistake. I think I mixed up my lists. That was my, like, first draft of my top five movies. Yeah. Um. So I have a different list. If you want to go through that. feel a little bad. If anyone likes Jeff Beck, uh, I don't mean anything bad by it. You know, I didn't mean nothing. David's getting, like, worked. David's afraid the Jeff Beck heads are going to come for him. <laughs> yeah. I mean, without Jeff Beck, there would be no Beck. That's true. Probably. I don't know that for a fact. Beck. Why do you call himself Beck? I don't know. It's not He's his actual... Loser. Mm. What happened? To, I, he seems like someone who would have like made the transition into movies. Beck? Yeah. I don't know anything about him, really. There's got to be a movie that's like a super Scientology team-up. Is Beck a Scientologist? As far as I understand, yeah. Oh, ew. Yeah. Oh, you didn't know that? No. Oh. Rather, I wish I didn't know that. Sorry. But there's got to be... What about, like, yeah, like a super team-up... Tom Cruise writing, directing. Maybe Will Smith is in it. Maybe Coast he's star, not. Supporting cast, villain, maybe Jason Lee. Jason Lee and Ethan Suppley come is together. Is Ethan Suppley a Scientologist? Yeah. It's like a... It's what like, the heck? It's kind of crazy how it like... You know, you're on set with one person who's a Scientologist and, you know, you're, you're Eddie Deason on set with John Travolta for Grease and then suddenly Eddie Deason is a Scientologist too. Eddie Deason is also a Scientologist? <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? They're really just reaping Damn. in all the, like, s- the peripheral actors you don't think about, like Eddie Deason. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm surprised the Afflecks aren't Scientologists. It's wild that Eddie Deason is still someone people talk about. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, a guy who pops up as a the bitchiest side character you've ever seen. Like, he's in <laughs> War Games for, like, two minutes. And it's like, this guy has an, is, like, still... I was thinking <laughs> about his one scene in Laser Blast. <laughs> <laughs> where he's, he gets smacked by the hand and, like, flies into the couch. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Don't even try, Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> What's the joke about Eddie Deason being a in the MSC3K Laser Blast episode where they make it out like Eddie Deason's a dog going for a car ride? <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember. Uh, yeah, what a weird dude slash career. Yeah. Hide, Danny Masterson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who else is a Scientologist? Let's look at a list. Um, oh, you could have, um, what's her name? Carrie from King of Queens. She's like the former Scientologist, like the one who's like she got out of Scientology. So she could be involved maybe as like, um, maybe she's the villain. 
And then she disappears mysteri- and then she would dis- disappear mysteriously like in real life from the set after her scenes were completed. Hmm. I'm on Wikipedia right now. Okay, we got Kiersey Alley. Mm-hmm. Ann Archer. Catherine Bell. Nancy Cartwright. She's in She's in The Simpsons. Ooh. I think she voices Lisa. I'm getting a phone call. Do I answer it real quick? You can if you want. If you need to. We'll pause it real quick. Okay. Katie thought I was at home. Oh. Uh oh, I needed my phone. Yeah. Back to business. Erica Chris Christensen. Don't know who that is. I don't know who most of these people are. Chick Carrera. Chick you mean Chick Corea, the jazz musician? Yeah. Tia Carrera. God, I would hope I not. I hope not. Tom Cruise. Really? I, I don't know that one. Yeah, Mr. Too Damn Movie. Man, we're only in the seas. There's a lot of... Jason Doring. This guy looks like a fucking stone-cold killer. <laughs> he looks psychotic. Psycho killer, Jason Doring. Leo Romini. That's the Body awesome. Man. Jenna Elfman. Okay. Let's go to see Jenna, but not Danny. No. Dougie Fresh. Jenna Elfman's kind of cute. Hmm, Dougie Fresh is a Scientologist. I don't know who that is. Isaac Hayes. Oh, yeah, I knew that. <laughs> I did not. Didn't want to know that. Vivian Kubrick. Yeah, honest, the uh, Scientology list is kind of depressing. Alana Masterson. She looks ugly. Uh, not to be mean, but... <laughs> Christopher Masterson. See, these are only the the confirmed Scientologists. I feel like there there are more out there. You know, I didn't realize Elizabeth Moss is in there, right? She's in the mix. I didn't realize the guy from Malcolm in the Middle, the older brother, was re- uh, a member of the Mastersons. Oh wow, yeah. Danny Masterson. They do look alike. Now that I think about it, would have never known. Elizabeth. Okay, I knew I didn't like Elizabeth Moss. Yeah. She's fine, but like, uh, well, she's in the movie. She's in this movie for sure. She might be one of the leads, actually. She's like the main uh, girl of the movie. I knew there was a reason not to like her. <laughs> Giovanni or BC? Now, if I'm not, oh, I thought that was a woman. Giovanni or BC? <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of anything this guy's been in. Um, you know, he's he's in a bunch of shit. I don't, I don't know. JT, John Travolta. Yes. Oh my God. Yeah, John Travolta's got to be in there too. And Greta Van Susserton. Fleet. Oh. Greta Van Fleet's a Scientologist. I thought Will man. Smith was a Scientologist. See, that's the thing. He's unconfirmed. What do you mean? Like no one knows for like, sure. Yeah, and I think it's the same way with Beck. Like, he's never come out and said like I'm a Scientologist. Most people won't. Is Jason Lee a Scientologist? I found this on the web. Oops. I emphasize is too much. <laughs> is Jason Lee a Scientologist? Lee no long. Oh. 
Say that again. Say that again. I found this on the web. Siri, is Jason Lee a Scientologist? Here's an answer from Wikipedia. As of 2016, Lee no longer practices Scientology. Mm. Uh, Siri, is Will Smith a Scientologist? Here's an answer from Wikipedia. He is not a Scientologist and has denied rumors claiming him as a member of the Church of Scientology. But he has spoken favorably about it. I just think a lot of the ideas in Scientology are brilliant and revolutionary and non-religious. In 2018, Smith performed the Hindu Rite of Abhishekha of Lord Shiva at Haridwar, India. I don't know why that's all about. But. <laughs> I don't know why that's included. Is there any copyright in the Siri voice? I don't think so. I don't okay. know. Who knows? I like Siri as a guest. Yeah. <laughs> Siri, tell us some facts about it. There's like some random movie. <laughs> what is that? Uh, what, what is that ritual? Siri, what is that ritual? Um. God. Let's talk about some recent movies we watched. Like new, new? It doesn't have to be new. The newest movie I've watched was White Noise. Right. I think we went into that last week, didn't we? Mm-hmm. It's me and David's first big movie disagreement of the year. Yeah. Brady Sinellis didn't like it either. I don't know if you listen to his new podcast. I don't care what he thinks. About <laughs> plenty of things. Uh, fair enough. That man he has dinner parties with Peter Thiel. <laughs> yeah. It's wild. He's out here smoking weed with Nick Pizzolatto. <laughs> That's my other He favorite. hangs out with that producer of his. True Detective Season 2. Favorite movie of the year. His producer is like, you know, I'm going out and trying to get some COVID, trying to spread some COVID, baby. He is an eyesore of a man. Oh, yeah. I like how in a recent episode he was like, well, we'll just come out and say it. Fuck Pfizer. Oh, yeah. He sucks. <laughs> I'm blinded with... Ri- Why do you care at all? Why do people care that much? You know? Why do you got a photo of Brace Nellis pulled up on your phone? Oh, I was going to look up his pro- <laughs> <laughs> his producer. I want to see what he looks like. I guess if you don't know what we're talking about, Brace Nellis has a podcast and his producer is an insufferable twat. Yeah, he's pretty annoying. I saw the new Puss in Boots movie. I heard. I'm sick of hearing about it. That's fine. I didn't really want to talk about it. I watched Igby Goes Down the other night. You ever see that? Um, no. <laughs> what? <laughs> I just remembered I saw something funny on Twitter uh, from the Paul Schrader account. Oh, okay. Did you see it? No. It was him, like, giving a negative Yelp review on Facebook to Home Depot. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Something about, like, he had a washer delivered to his house, and I guess he had to, like, like, he had to update his, like, electrical plug. 
Mm-hmm. So he asked Home Depot if they would take it back until he was ready, and they said they couldn't do that. So he was like, "Do not, do not use this, Home Depot." <laughs> Thought you were gonna say he ordered a washer from Home Depot and they came out, came and like gave him a little envelope with like a single washer. Yeah, in it. no, that'd be funny, but no, it was like, I don't know, the idea of this old man having to deal with this big ass appliance. I love him. Did he post that on Facebook yeah. or he? They just found this review. I don't think it was supposed to be. I don't think it was. A, it was essentially a Yelp review, but it wasn't actually. It was like through Facebook. Yeah. Okay. And he just didn't really think about how other people could see that. I mean, I guess maybe he did because he told people not to go there. There it is. I love that man. I want him to come on the show. I want him to be on the show. I want him to come on me in a group rope situation. He would. You know he's a freak. Yeah. I'm trying to find. There's got to be a picture of this man. Igby goes down. Freddie Sinellis and producer Adam. Igby Goes Down is a 2002 film starring Kieran Culkin. You may know him as Cousin Roman from The Succession, the hit TV show. Where he, he, he must exist. Maybe it's Brady Sinellis doing a voice. Is a character? Yeah. <laughs> Brace Nellis is actually just like alone in his home. Todd is an invention. Now, uh, Jeff Goldblum's and Igby goes down, and there's a scene where Igby walks in on him just having fucked the girl he, that he also had sex with. And Jeff Goldblum's like sitting in a beanbag chair with his pants down, but he's wearing like a tie and a shirt. So you just see his boxers and his like massive bulge. And he does nothing to, like, get up and, like, pull up his pants. Igby's like, whoa, what's going on? He's like, oh, hey there, Igby. This is interesting. And then he very casually does get up and pull up his pants, but it's not before just, like, languishing. Letting it linger. In that moment, yeah. Adam Thompson. It was not a very good movie, if I'm being honest. When's that from? 2002. It's also got Susan Sarandon in it. Um, this tweet has been deleted. Uh-oh. It says, Adam Thompson, the producer of BEE Podcast, had posted this. I'm not so sure. It's also got Bill Pullman in it, but not but nearly enough. does have Twitter. Sorry, I just need to know what this guy looks like. That's fine. It's relevant. We need to know. The listeners want to know. I want to know that he is a. <laughs> Just turn the sound effects all the way up on your phone. Is there a way to f- search followers? I don't know. Man. Yeah, you know, he seems like the type that found Twitter too woke, so. Mm hmm. Um. the hell else did I watch uh but anyway did we want to do our actual our official top five of the year uh yeah you go ahead with yours all right number five blonde number four probably um 
like uh, fucking probably Jackass Forever. Number three, it's gotta be. Simply must be. It has to be. You put Jackass Forever in there? Yeah, I think so. I saw it twice in theaters. I loved that movie. It was really funny. But yeah, I throw Blonde in there. Almost as an honorable mention, just because I thought it was an interesting movie. Maybe a little misunderstood. And probably um, Fableman's Banshees of Inisherin and no, probably uh, the fucking maybe the Weird Al movie. No, I don't know. I'm having a hard time. Number one, I think, was Everything Ever All at Once. Number two might have been Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. And number three. I'm having a tough time with that one. Probably motherfucking Fablemans. Hmm. Just for the hell of it. I haven't thought about my list. I have trouble doing end of year lists because it's like I never have enough stuff that I really liked that much. Or I haven't seen enough really to have like a right strong feeling. I'm so tired. Are you tired? Yeah. What's going on? Did you find a photo? No, I gave up. I found one, but it was like such a small picture of him. He was doing something dorky. He was doing like this. Oh, yeah. Like a total dweeb. I'll figure it out later. I'll but, be on, I'll get on the case oh. when I'm editing. So how so that's your top 10? It's my top five. Top five. I don't know about top ten. I might go number one or number five. Maybe. uh, Jackass Forever. Number four, maybe X. Number three... Give me uh, shit. <laughs> Number three. See, this is where I had a hard time. Number number if one. I had my like notebook here. I could do it easily. Number one and two are like boom boom easy. Number three was like, what the fuck do I put at number three? Maybe number X would actually be number three. Maybe number four is um mm. Huh? Mm. I don't know. White noise. The Fablemans. Uh, number three is X. Number two, everything, everywhere, all at once. Number one is Barbarian. Where's the Fablemans? I didn't like it that much to put it in my top five. <laughs> what about top ten? It might be in the top ten. Maybe number ten. Yeah. Maybe 
Yeah, maybe I'll get Fieldman's out of there. Well, it's because I did it. No. You're copying me. Yeah, my top five, my revised top five now. And I just do right into your list. <laughs> Man, that Scream movie was awful. Oh, yeah, I didn't even see Five Cream. That movie sucked. I'm mad about that movie. And there's number six is coming out in like two months. So That's is Maxine. Oh, so stupid. Maxine is really? I think so. No, it's not. I'll Eventually. See I'll probably like it about as much as X or Pearl. Sometimes there's movies where I'm like, I'm not really excited for this, but I'm going to see it. Maybe he is on Twitter. Yeah, why wouldn't he be? He. We need to get him on the show. He needs to produce our show. We need a producer. But he doesn't get a mic. He doesn't get to speak. Yeah, he has to shout from the corner. No, I, I hate Maruna. You know what kind of wasn't like a great movie from last year was that Nicolas Cage movie. Under the weight of unbearable yeah, talent unbearable or something? The unbearable weight of massive talent. Yeah. I heard that sucked. I didn't really like it, yeah. I saw a funny uh do you know are you familiar with the account on Twitter uh NBA NBA film or no. NBA on film? Mm-mm. It's just uh, basketball players tweeting about movies. Oh, okay. That sounds good. It's pretty good. I think Kevin Durant has one that says reservoir dogs dot dot dot. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, here from Patrick Patterson who I'm not entirely sure who that is Nicolas Cage puts out film after film after film and they're usually ass or subpar dot dot but this one Mandy looks dope true though yeah facts let's just read uh, some NBA player tweets that's facts that yeah it's no cap movie facts you know um Checking out any trailers recently? A couple interesting trailers just dropped. The Bo is Afraid. It's the main yeah, one. Yeah, I haven't watched that yet. Yeah, it's just kind of like weird. It's not really, it doesn't, it doesn't really explain anything about the movie, which is good. Yeah. Kind of captures probably the potential weirdness. Hold up, hold up. Okay. Kevin Durant tweeted in 2009. Watching Cliffhanger at one fifty-two in the morning. Not sleepy, man. Pause. Stella Vester Salone go hard in the movie. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I haven't seen Cliffhanger. Steve Nash. Anyone want to see a great old BLCK and WHT film? Check out Twelve Angry Men. Steve Nash. <laughs> Former coach of the Brooklyn Nets. Nice. That's true. It's a good movie. <laughs> Has anyone seen the new movie, The Tree of Life, with Brad Pitt and Sean Penn? I've heard mixed review, and I'm going to see it tonight. Who is that? Jimmer Fredetti. <laughs> Jimmer. <laughs> Never heard of this guy. Uh, That's cool. I want to know what he thought about it. 
CJ Miles. Does Jennifer moving. Lopez become J Lo without the Selena role, or is she background dancing for Bruno Mars at fifty? Ooh, it's a good question, actually. Got some real movie fans in the NBA. Uh, Rashawn Holmes. Man, I know Precious wasn't a comedy, but it was hilarious to me. <laughs> like when she took off with the uh, chicken. <laughs> what the fuck? And then when, Pre- when Precious <laughs> took off with the chicken, I was weak. <laughs> oh, he said man. <laughs> man, when Precious took off with that chicken, I was. that's pretty funny. Precious is a hilarious movie, dog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, I never heard anyone say Precious was a funny movie. <laughs> um, speaking of Nicolas Cage, I saw that. I just watched the strangest movie, Eraserhead. <laughs> anyway. Cool. Who was that? That was the guy who tweeted about Mandy. Oh, okay. Nice. He's really turned on to movies. Did you see that trailer for Renfield? Yeah. That doesn't look that good. I'm probably going to watch it because it's a vampire movie and I simply can't resist vampire movies yeah. for whatever reason. Yeah, maybe it's funny as Precious. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I, hope, <laughs> I hope so. Are you going to see the new M. Night Shyamalan movie? No, I don't really care about M. Night Shyamalan, to be honest. I might, I might just for something to do one week. Other than Sex Sense, which kind of was a misleading title to me. I thought that movie was going to be about a little boy who can sense when people are having sex. Mm, yeah. And it's just about Bruce Willis, and he's dead. Well, that's a movie fact. Is Originally, it was supposed to be that. Yeah. But uh, Bruce Willis signed on and said, no, that's not what it's going to be about. And yeah. kinda re- he actually rewrote the whole script um, with Haley Joel Osment improvising most of his scenes. That's what I thought. It's kind of like a poltergeist situation where um, M. Night Shyamalan is like credited as director, but really Haley Joel Osment was making things happen behind the scenes. Yeah. That's a movie fact. That's a movie fact. You can take that to the bank. Not movie cap. You can take... You On can God. Go to the bank and start telling your teller all about that and also spoil six cents for them spoil precious form too while you're at it mm-hmm tell them how funny it was man you'll be, you'll be laughing your balls off when they push precious i was weak <laughs> i like to think that he was in a movie theater like just cackling <laughs> 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 he's like max katie and became fear <laughs> yeah uh um, I don't know. I I I kind of can't resist M Night Shyamalan again. I I checked out of his movies for a long time. Yeah. And then I saw Split, and I was like, "This rules." And then I saw Old, and I was like, "This is funny." Split. Okay, yeah. Split was tight. Well, how was Glass? Oh God, I forgot about Glass. Uh, Glass was not very good. Man, that was a hyped up movie. Yeah. Um, now this new one, I don't know. I kind of like seeing Dave Bautista in movies. Yeah, he is good. He's like big and weird in a. He's kind of like a similar presence to The Rock. 
but with a better agent. He's like weird rock. He's like the rock, but kind of strange. Yeah, he's like Ween. Yeah. Weird rock. Mm-hmm. And uh Yeah, oh speaking of glass slash unbreak or uh I don't know, I watched the menu and I didn't like it. I we already talked about this earlier, but yeah. I'm still dwelling on it. Didn't really interest me. Yeah. I just I don't know. It uh It was just so uninteresting. Anya, come on the show. I would love to pick you up. I'm very lonely, Anya. (laughs) We'll just, we'll be like, hey, uh, this is Hot Ones. We want you to come on (laughs) (laughs) and just pretend that we're Hot Ones. Yeah. No, we look different off off the computer screen. Fly people into Detroit. Yeah. Yeah, we look different. <laughs> the camera just makes us look totally... The, the, the camera adds completely different facial yeah, features. It's the and light, makes us into one. The lighting and the... Yeah, just everything about We're it. We're working on sep- doing a separation. But you know all about that. It's called movie magic. Mm. Just kidding. Not about movie magic, but about um, lying about being hot ones. We're like, hey... We're um, from Channel 5. Yeah. We're the new Channel 5, basically. Yeah, all gas, no brakes. Channel 5.1. We want you on the show, all gas, no brakes. No cap on God. Andrew Callahan. I like that everyone was tweeting at the wrong Andrew Callahan on Twitter after the allegations dropped. Oh, really? Yeah, they were tweeting at, like, a Boston sports broadcaster. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. So he was tweeting stuff like I saw one funny interaction. It was like, uh, Patriots are looking to trade or something about the Patriots, just some like, you know, innocuous like Patriots update. Yeah. And some guy's like, I just saw heard about what you did, you sick son of a bitch. <laughs> and he's like, I think you have the wrong man. <laughs> you should be you should be I don't know, it was very funny. You should feel ashamed. That's rough. Sorry, I was just looking at my cat. She's sleeping, I think. Well, first episode of Movie Packs. How'd you how'd you like it? Yeah, let us know in the comments and make sure to smash that dislike button. <laughs> I don't know when this is gonna go up actually. I need to figure some stuff out before we transition to the new show, but you can expect um yeah, pretty much the same thing. But a little bit different. That doesn't seem so bad, right? Yeah, we're working on it still. Mm-hmm. Uh, so any any closing thoughts? Gonna. Uh. What's what's uh what's on the docket for tonight? You said you're gonna watch some movies. I'm gonna try to, but I gotta go to. You'll learn some more my facts. My girlfriend's parents' house. Hmm. To have pizza. Oh, nice. Um. I love pizza. So I do be wanting to watch movies tonight. Oh, what'd you think? What we you were gonna talk about um the Neil Simon movie. Oh, the Goodbye Girl? Yeah, what is that? It's a Neil Simon movie. 
Neil Simon, famous playwright, I think. It's about a dancer who lives in New York City with her daughter and her boyfriend. And her Mm -hmm. boyfriend gets a big job in California. Okay. He's going to be on a sitcom. And they're all going to move out. They're going to live out there for a few months. And they're excited to go. At the beginning of the movie is the mother and the daughter getting ready to go. And then uh, she gets back to the house and finds a note saying, Sorry, babe, it ain't working. And I took, I turned down that role anyway. I'm actually doing a Bartolucci film in Europe. Listen, you and the kid have been great, but I'm gone. So he leaves her just on the fly. And then he, she finds out the next day that uh, also unbeknownst to her, he is subletting the apartment to a friend of his in Chicago. Wow. And uh, it's Richard Dreyfus. He's going to be in a production of Richard III. Um, okay. <laughs> so it's a big rigmarole. Kind of wild like, because Richard Dreyfus, little little factoid, is uh, he is Richard III. He is the real life. Officially Richard. in terms of lineage. Anyway. Um. So he's like insistent on being there. They have to work out a deal where he can live there. But she has to. He's paying the. I don't know. They 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 end up coexisting in the apartment, and then they fall in love. Mm. You know, I'm not really a Beckdale test kind of person. This movie fails the Beckdale test, <laughs> and not that every movie has to pass it at all. You know, but mm-hmm. this movie boldly <laughs> just drops that. So you're saying like every conversation with her daughter is about men? Yeah, mm. every conversation is about men. Her story is how one man breaks her heart and another man comes and saves the day. <laughs> there are there's literally a scene of her getting robbed and Richard Dreyfus having to go and try to like fix the situation. <laughs> I can only imagine what that's like. He doesn't fix the situation, but oh, like okay, he gets his little ass beat. Almost, he gets a knife pulled on him. Wow. Uh, also, there's a lot. Of, there's like a lot of scenes where it's like uh, he's like pretty much imposing his will on the household. Like he's a, he's like just in their house, like making new rules. Like I sleep in the nude, and I will not change that just because I'm around you. <laughs> he's he's in your house. He's making new rules. He's sleeping in the nude. Yeah, the movie is much so the story of settlements in Israel. <laughs> uh, all right. That, hey, maybe. Maybe it's an allegory for that. Yeah, I don't know if that was going on in 1976 like it is now. It's going on to some degree. To some degree, I'm sure, yeah. Um. Wow, so, okay. What would you recommend, The Goodbye Girl? No. No. So no. did, I mean, like the scene—the well, the scene of him showing up at midnight, trying to get in the apartment—is is good. But after that, it's a little uh, boring. So you, Richard Dreyfus and then the lady in the movie are good, but you, no, I wouldn't recommend it. You told me you used to watch this movie all the time when you were in eighth grade. Yeah. Did you just have like a copy of it available or something? Yeah. Oh, okay. Hmm. I don't know. We all have weird tastes. Well, I'm just saying. Do you remember? Do you remember what what uh, attracted you to this movie? Yeah, I liked that it was a '70s movie. Hmm. I found '70s movies comforting at that age. Mm. It was a comfort movie. Okay. Doesn't really hold up to scrutiny, though. No. No, it doesn't.
Sorry to hear that. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Not gonna kill myself because the goodbye <laughs> girl's bad. <laughs> Credits roll. You're you're <laughs> you're like. Not gonna Aquaman myself because <laughs> the goodbye girl's bad. Credits are rolling. You turn to your left and right to like your dog is there and no one else and you've had like 10 blood bud lights you're like well goodbye girl goodbye bitch <laughs> <laughs> all right i'm done <laughs>